This is Messages from the Universe with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. Here, Lori delivers information from the Mastery Realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. She connects with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone, to Messages from the Universe podcast. Hello, this is Lori Wondra, and thank you for listening. We are nearing the season of fall, and fall seems to be the time for change. The colors of the trees are changing, the weather's changing, our activities and routines are changing, summertime to school time for kids, and even our wardrobe is beginning to change. Things begin to slow down from the busy summer pace, though I'd ask you if you're really slowing down or are you just shifting your energy into your normal fall or different activities and routines, we begin to prepare for the next season. And in farming, we harvest now those things that we planted in spring, that we've nurtured all summer, we've watered, we've given them sunlight, we're harvesting now. There's an old genetic DNA memory that we all have so deeply embedded within us. Preserve, store, save for the winter ahead, harvest, those things that you might need at a later time. And for the time we do not have, we need to prepare for what we might need. Well, retrograde season is the opportune time for us to reflect inward, change, shift, process our emotions, and shift our beliefs. It's also that time of harvest time, those seeds that we planted in spring, the things that we nurtured and we brought sunlight to and we fed all summer long and now we're harvesting. We mostly think of change as external, like jobs, careers, homes, but retrograde season is also about changing how we define ourselves, how we want to live, the stories or the beliefs that we have about ourselves, the things that we like or don't like about who we are or what we're doing, and the things that make us happy happy or not happy. Retrograde season is the universe giving us space to think, to observe, to feel, to go internal and reassess and then decide if we need to change. But sometimes the universe decides that we need to change for us. And we're seeing that too. Now, when we talk about retrograde season, the sun and the moon are the only two planets that don't retrograde. Retrograde is simply a backward motion or a slow motion, so it appears that it's going backward. The energy is that it's slowing down. So everything is internal. It's slowing down. And the planets that are retrograde impact how we process and how the world is processing the energy around it. So for example, Chiron is sitting in Aries and Aries is all about I am. And Chiron is making us more introspective and reflective so that we can remove blocks and heal those things that we identify or that help us identify as to who I am. It's those inner wounds. And Saturn and Neptune, well, they continue to remain retrograde in Pisces. And where Saturn is more restrictive, more restrictive than usual, but exposes karmic issues and those things that we need to work on, Neptune, the watery sign, can make reality more difficult to grasp. Things feel like we are walking or trudging through water or we're seeing through thick water. 
But what this does is it requires us to use our intuition. So this is a great time for us to practice intuition. And when things seem unclear or muddled or muddy or in deep water, we're forced to use other gifts or other senses that we have. So this time becomes very, very important. And both Saturn and Neptune being in Pisces, well, Pisces energy is all about our beliefs, including our fears, our spirituality, the things that we dream about, those things that we keep very deeply hidden within. So in retrograde season, we're pushed to look at those things that we often don't pull out and look at. Retrogrades are meant for us to take external experiences and process them internally. In terms of codes and keys that the universe drops in, it's time for us to process those things. Maybe try out some of the features the universe has dropped in, some of the gifts, some of those hidden things that we are discovering about ourselves. You'll find your curiosity is amplified at this time. Yes, you probably have low energy, but that's also part of retrograde season. It's meant to hold us in place so that we're not running about. We're settled in introspection. Now, Neptune and Pisces are spiritual. They're imaginative and artistic, while Saturn is reality and practicality and very disciplined. Saturn brings down some of the hard-to-control Neptune and Pisces energy, but we have to ensure it doesn't come down too much. Saturn is the teacher and the bringer of lessons, so we may need to learn about spirituality, intuition, and imagination, and compassion, and empathy. Some of this may feel like it's missing, or you don't understand it, but it might be needed because it's bringing you back into a healthy usage of those parts of you. Saturn in Pisces is our chance to get clarity around our deepest dreams, as well as those areas of our life that come to a natural end. And Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. And while Pisces is not known as an ending energy for everyone, there is nevertheless the expectation to bring things or energy to the highest degree of manifestation. So some of the projects that you've been working on, maybe for decades now, some of the dreams, some of the goals that you have in life, Well, many of you might just be tired of that old stuff and you're ready for something new. And so that's going to push you to finishing those things. But this is a finishing time for the universe and the universe is pushing us to finish those things that we maybe have been holding on to saying, well, tomorrow or tomorrow or next week or next year. Well, the universe is saying, well, this is tomorrow. This is next week. This is this year. And the helper of All this energy is Jupiter and Uranus. Both of them are sitting retrograde in Taurus. Jupiter helps us find blocks that have kept us from expanding and exploring and experiencing life and pursuing the opportunities. It manifests or it ignites those things. It's like a supercharged energy bunny that gives energy to those areas. And so as it's helping you find and explore those things that are blocking, that can be a little discombobulating. It can be hard, but the energy is meant to help you find it and then help you move on. Here at a time of change, some don't like to acknowledge what they see before them. Some might choose not to look at what is so glaringly apparent right in front of you. If you are experiencing loved ones around you or coworkers around you that they're not wanting to look at the truth, this is the impact of Neptune. 
that fuzziness, that water, the things that we can give reason to or excuse, like I'm just not seeing it. It's the watery overlay. And that has the potential for people to just overlook what is the truth. In this case, I always call on the Ascended Master Hilarion to help show the truth for the highest good. But Uranus being retrograde in Taurus can help bring about sudden and unexpected changes. So just when you think everything is going the way it should go, you've got everything planned out how you think it should be. Uranus, typically the energy is such that things come at us unexpectedly. But when Uranus is in retrograde, it helps to slow down that energy. The change is still going to be there. And it's still going to be something feeling like it's coming at you from left field, but it's just going to be a little bit slower. And that means potentially a little bit more tolerable. Don't doubt there is change in the air. It's unavoidable. And it's actually demanded from the universe at this time. So even when you are not ready or you don't feel prepared for change, it's going to be there anyway. And as we move into October, it's a reminder that we're going to experience two eclipses that are on the energy of the eclipses that we had in late April and early May. They brought changes in the nodes, the north node, which is direction, and the south node, which is our past. Now, the nodes moved into the sign of identity. North node moved into Aries and south node into Libra, which is balance. And we're asked to find a balance between who we are as individuals and our relationships and our social networks. So with the south node in Libra, some long-term partnerships, alliances, business relationships have come to an end or maybe they're ending. The north node in Aries asks us to find our unique voice and motivation, set new boundaries, fight for our individual goals, and find new ways to express ourselves and to obtain those goals. So that north node solar eclipse that occurred on April 20th of 2023 was the introduction of the theme of breaking free from the past and starting new. It was a chance to start a new book. And since it was in Aries, it could be anything in your life that you feel was holding you back, not specifically focused on career, home, friends, family. And this theme continues to be a focus for the rest of this year and the next because eclipse energy is typically 18 months to 24 months. Then on May 5th, we had the south node change and the lunar eclipse. And that energy encouraged us to untangle those aspects of our life that were unnecessarily complex. It pushed us to change our stories that took out the complexities and shifted our focus on what is truth and what is important and get rid of any of the excuses that were holding you back and find the clarity and truth and just begin again. So as the north node is representative of forward motion and future, the south node is our past. Now looking forward into October 14th, the reason I bring up these eclipses from the April and May time period is it's still in this energy of Aries and Libra. So we're going to get more push in that area. So on October 14th, we'll have the south node solar eclipse in Libra, once again, pushing us for balance and providing opportunities for us to restructure our relationships so that we can find more equality, more inclusiveness, and more respect for each other's differences. We'll be tested in this area because the eclipse then on October 28th, which is the lunar eclipse, 
will be the opportunity to clean up and organize those events that we maybe started from the April time period and maybe where we did decide to leave things behind, but there's still residual threads. And if we didn't take action, well, this is where we get the renewed push to take action now. This lunar eclipse in Taurus will ask us to revisit our approach to resources, take charge of our financial future and really our individuality as we go forward. The universe is asking us to look at it, act upon it, and the illumination of the moon's light will show us where we need to focus. Under retrograde seasons, we may have a tendency to overlook or gloss over these things simply because retrograde is internal processing and not so much external push and action. Just be more aware the end of October is where the universe may be pushing you to make some changes that could impact your finances, your home, and your stability. These can be really good things because the Libra solar eclipse helps us focus more on coming together, working together, and being together. We can be more commitment-minded. We can enjoy more time with each other. And this might be the opportunity for you to ask for help from others as you're going through any life changes. Again, the theme of Libra is balance. I balance. Where are you out of balance between who your inner self is and the outer person or outer being is projecting into the world. And again, retrograde season themes are getting those areas of you to change. This is a great time for you to take the next step in healthy relationships by meeting new people, committing to a people that you're with, or forming new partnerships and alliances. We likely will want to keep the peace and be more charming and pleasant. We're more willing to work through conflict. With the lunar eclipse in Taurus at the end of October, specifically October 28th, this is the final eclipse in Taurus for a number of years. This is actually the third year in a row we've had a Taurus lunar eclipse around this same time of year, and it's the last. You might be feeling some deja vu, as you might feel you're at the same place that you were last cycle, or there's similarities or similar themes, but this is a strong, strong, strong opportunity for you to wrap things up. So if there's a strong theme, this is your opportunity to bring closure to it. This might be years in the making for you. Go back one or two years and you can see the end result. You can see things coming to conclusion and that might be letting go. This also may be a very emotional time, but we can also be ready for it since it's been building for some time. I think many of you are ready for a change just because you're tired maybe of swirling in the old energy. Well, this is the time to do that. Some people think that retrograde or eclipse season are scary. They might tend to approach the energy with a warning or caution, but really this energy is all about supporting us during changes and important evolutionary times. This year, many are facing and will continue to face change, but that's a good thing. When are lessons done? I get asked that question quite frequently. Really? Never. But if you look at change as evolution and lessons as opportunities and changes as a celebration of something different or a closure and a new beginning, well, then the vibration changes to alignment and it's a vibration of a more loving path 
what is emotional debris. You've taken what's swirling within and now you're letting it fly out into outer places. Is that good or bad? Well, that really depends. Have you been responsible? Have you been responsible in disposing of your emotional debris? Do you understand you have emotional debris? And that's an okay thing too. It's actually healthy to release that that you no longer need to carry. That junk that I'm calling emotional debris, that's shedding with all change. There's a healthy way to do that also. Your emotions are your compass and they guide you, but you are not defenseless to your emotions. Your mental processes, your beliefs and thoughts bring action to those emotions. So your emotions really say, this is what I'm feeling. And your mental beliefs and processes say, well, this is now what I'm going to do about it. And when those two are aligned and they're healthy, then it's very powerful because then you feel powerful. You feel like you're in control. And this is what retrograde season and eclipse season does for us. It readjusts our emotional fields so that our compasses are aligned and they're intact and they're healthy. And then we need to change our mental processes so that when we have those emotions, we have a new process or a belief that helps us take action and that we stay in alignment because that's part of our journey. Let your actions control your emotions. I'm going to say that again. Let your actions drive your emotions not the other way around. Let your emotions be that trigger or that mechanism to tell you what direction, but let your mental thought processes, your beliefs guide you into what to do next. Actions put you in another space, a space that's moving. And the earth and the universe is always moving and humans like to move and the universe pushes us to move. Adjust your expectation so when something doesn't exactly happen as you anticipated, it doesn't cripple you. That if you feel an emotion, but you don't have an action to work through it, that it doesn't cripple you. Be patient with that. Go into shifting and looking at your mental processes. Ponder why you might have had those expectations and then ponder what was maybe delivered or ponder why you had that experience. When you're in that space of pondering, oftentimes the universe will deliver or will help you with the action that needs to take place. And sometimes the action that the universe is pushing you forward on is better than what you expected. I don't expect to get everything I ask for or everything I ask of the universe, but I do take the time to ask and I do know that I receive what is sent. I do allow time to ponder and be curious as to what the universe is sending to me in the form of opportunities. I know I'm trusted to handle whatever is sent and I know that sometimes the universe sends to me something better than I could have anticipated or expected. Taking the time to focus on one thing, the thoughts, the words, is comforting and it's wise. It puts you into the driver's seat for your life and how you live. The universe is our biggest teacher and it expects to be heard. So it will repeat those lessons. It will repeat those opportunities because that's how it teaches. And during retrograde season, it's a cycle. We go through retrograde season and eclipse season every year. And it's the universe's way, I could say the universe's parenting mechanism to get us to navigate change or to create the changes in our life that propel us forward on our journey. This last week, I sat down at my computer 
and started to type in something I was searching for. And the message popped up. Bing search says, when you ask complex questions, then refine results, you get answers and creative aspirations. But that same concept applies with the universe. Ask your complex questions. Observe the results. Sometimes the results returned to you aren't what you were searching for. So you refine your search by asking more questions or more refined questions and then reviewing your search results again. And you give space for something to be learned. Sometimes that search sends us down a rabbit hole. We've all been there. And sometimes the universe might make it feel like we're going down a rabbit hole, but there's a grander picture and a grander reason that we maybe don't have visibility to. You are given what you need. Do you recognize what it is that you've been given is what you need? And when we experience unexpected change, sometimes we want to fight it. We want to change the change that was given to us. We don't believe we asked for it or we want to ask for something else. But just remember, we are here for an experience. Experiences to learn to love, to be in relationships, to have wins and losses, to help others experience love, to help others experience wins and losses. We're here healing and preparing for future generations. We have the ability as humans to reflect, to remember, renew, and of course, to change and to change courses. So when you pray for courage, just remember you're going to get opportunities from the universe to be courageous. And when you pray for strength, you're going to get opportunities to build strength. And when you pray for patience, you're going to get opportunities to be patient. And of course, when you pray for love, you're going to get opportunities to practice love. The universe gives us experiences. And so as we go into the season of introspection, retrogrades, eclipses, change, take the time, make the space to observe, to be with your energy, to be accepting of your energy, to ponder what you're experiencing and why you might be experiencing that. And maybe it's the universe giving you opportunities to practice something that you've asked for. I'm Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe podcast with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. For current events or to schedule a private session with Lori, please visit yourlifecore.com.